0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Multiverse of Podcasts. In today's episode, we will be walking through WandaVision, Marvel's first Disney Plus series. Join me as we catch up with Wanda and Vision on their latest adventure. But wait, wasn't the Vision killed in Infinity War? How is the Vision still alive? What is the town of Westview? Where is the town of Westview? How did we end up in Westview? Why does everything seem so... off? Who's pulling the strings? All that and much more. This is the Multiverse of Podcasts. Episode 1. Filmed before a live studio audience. Thank you so much for joining me on this first installment of what I intend to be a nine-part series on WandaVision. Now, I'm just going to get straight into this as there is so much to talk about. Everything from witches to a possible resurrection. I do want all of you to realize that this is just purely rumor-based. I am going off of very little articles, very little solid facts, but I honestly feel that's where most of the fun comes, is from speculation. So if you like that kind of thing, stay tuned. Alright, the first thing to talk about, that intro. Wanda and Vision seemingly just married. We never get to see that on screen, at least not in the Avengers films or any other sort of media. We never got to see them get married. But the Vision is dead. How is the Vision alive in this episode? Is, is this the same Vision that we have seen in prior films? Here's my take on it. Yes, this is the Vision. In all transparency, I have seen up to episode six, so of course, I know what's to come, but to avoid spoiling anything that doesn't go, you know outside of this episode, um i'm I'm gonna keep it contained in this episode. That's what I'm trying to say. What I believe is yes, this is the same vision. this is a dead vision. This is somehow a resurrected vision i I don't know how that works. I don't know if it's an illusion. I'm I'm not sure. This vision seems to have the same wit and the same intellect as what we've seen in the past. Now, Wanda, on the other hand, she has her moments of these awkward bits of silence. So, before I get into all that heavy, heavy stuff. Let's let's just start out with, uh, I think, a really, really important scene. And this takes place shortly after we are introduced to Agnes, which she doesn't play a very big part in this episode. I do feel she is based on the comic book character Agatha Harkness. Uh, that's not confirmed by any media or anything like that. I, I do feel she is Agatha Harkness. She is one of the original witches from the witch trial in Salem. Somehow she survives, and then she makes her way into at least the Marvel comic book universe. But in this Marvel cinematic universe, she plays no role. We don't know who she is. For all I know, this could just be a nod to Agatha. This could be a completely new character. Agnes could be completely new. We don't know. And we don't find out within this episode. So, Agnes comes over, chats up with Wanda for a bit, and they begin planning an anniversary dinner for her and Vision. That's a whole storyline that I'm going to sidetrack throughout this podcast because I don't feel it's that important. What I want to get to is, and it's one of the more important scenes within the episode, I feel is the office scene with Vision and Norm. So, Vision goes to work. He works for this computational forms company. Uh, Even the building is generic. I believe it just says computational services. What that means, we don't know. And seemingly Vision doesn't know either. Vision begins talking with Norm. He begins to question reality, or his reality. Vision asks, what do we do here? Norm responds, well, we process computational forms. Right. But what do they do? What kind of data do they provide? Norm kind of shrugs that off, and then, so conveniently, Mr. Hart, his boss, Vision's boss, walks out of his office and begins speaking with Vision. That sidetracked storyline Come to find out, Vision is supposed to be having dinner with Mr. and Mrs. Hart, his, his boss and his boss's wife, while Wanda is off believing that it is her and Vision's anniversary. So there is a lot to unpack in that small scene between Vision and Norm. It's the first time that Vision begins to question his surroundings and process what's going on logically. I believe this in the future will lead to more and more potentially dangerous discoveries. Going off of that, vision disregards his curiosity. And at this this very moment, it is still a very innocent curiosity. He has no intent behind it, no inquisition, no no want to further his understanding. He just brushes it off as, "Oh, okay. We process computational forms." Okay, great. That's my job. That is my purpose for the time being. Come later that night, Vision brings home both Mr. Hart and Mrs. Hart for dinner. Wanda is still under that impression that this is their anniversary dinner. So, she accidentally attempts to seduce Mr. Hart, which leads to a very, very uncomfortable scene and it's ultimately pretty comical. It's, it's funny. But they, they brush it off as a Sokovian greeting. So after she realizes that is Mr. Hart, Vision pulls Wanda into the kitchen and says, Look, Mr. and Mrs. Hart are here for dinner. I don't know what you thought today was going to be about, but this is what it is. So now we have to make the best of this situation. Wanda immediately gets to work on figuring out what to do. Vision goes back to Mr. and Mrs. Hart and begins drumming up a conversation, again talking about business, talking about work. And Vision questions his reality yet again. He asks, so what is the larger picture? What is the bigger picture of these forms? What do we do? And Mr. Hart replies, we use these forms to measure our input and output a very generic answer. This leads me to another talking point. Who's pulling the strings? In this situation, I feel it to be Wanda. This whole entire episode feels as though it's written by Wanda. Wanda has her set of knowledge. Not everyone knows everything about everything. She is Scripting generic answers. She is scripting generic questions. My point is, she's doing this. At least in this episode, she is having some hand in these characters' roles. And even vision, it would seem. It's just he has the brain to question it. We head back in the kitchen, and Wanda's still figuring out what to do. In walks Agnes. She has everything that Wanda needs. She is the savior of the situation. She knew exactly what Wanda wanted and needed. She knows something. She has a sentience outside of Wanda's control. Once Agnes leaves the scene, Wanda is still struggling to figure out what to do, and ultimately, she ends up making breakfast. For dinner. Plain and simple, the night goes well. Until Mrs. Hart asks Wanda why she hasn't had any children yet. Wanda freezes. Something's wrong. A past trauma has been triggered. Wanda was not able to have children. I'm pretty sure, even in the MCU, she would not be able to have children with vision. To have that comment made during such an inappropriate time, it threw her off. And the scene remains clouded in discomfort for nearly the remainder of the episode. Mr. Hart begins to question why the pair has come to Westview. What are they doing here? What's your story? When did you get married? Who are you? Mr. Hart begins to choke. He falls to the floor, and no one does anything. Wanda stares at him. Vision stares at Wanda. Mrs. Hart is stuck in this scripted loop of, Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. She's stuck. She can't get out of it. She doesn't want to break Wanda's script. Vision doesn't want to break Wanda's script. And I'm not entirely sure he's aware of it. It's almost like it's programmed. But again, he has the intellect to question it. They still do nothing. Until Wanda commands Vision to help Mr. Hart. And he uses his powers, fuses through him, and grabs the piece of food. Mr. Hart stands up, brushes himself off, and goes about his business as if nothing happened. That's it. They exit the scene. At this point, the episode is over. leaves us with more questions than we had coming in. This episode was not enough. And thankfully, Disney provided us with the second episodes, which we will get into in part two of our WandaVision series. So I do hope you join me for that. Um, I do look forward to hearing from you. If you have anything to say, I will leave some contact information in the show notes below. Please feel free to message, email, uh, whatever form of contact I have down there. Just feel free to do any of that. But before we sign off, I do want to mention the advertisement that we received about halfway through the episode. This advertisement was for something called the Toastmate 2000 by Stark Industries. This toaster, I'm going to be frank, it was a bomb. This, again, was something that Wanda was manifesting from a past trauma and turned it into something lighthearted. It was uncomfortable because the entire time that something was cooking in the Toastmate, it was beeping, and out of an all-black-and-white episode, that was the only pop of color that we got was the blinking red light. It was supposed to represent the bomb that either killed Wanda's parents or the bomb that her and Pietro had to uh, stand next to as they waited to die, and, which was why she had such a resentment for Stark in Age of Ultron. And the actress in this advertisement broke the fourth wall. She stared directly at us, the audience, as if she knew it was going to explode and cut the commercial short. But it didn't and we're left with this jarring scene of disbelief a thought provoking disbelief it made me feel like how many times am i going to feel this way in this show how many times am i going to feel uncomfortable because that seems to be a prevalent theme and very it's prodigious it's it's out there you feel straight-up uncomfortable after some of these scenes. You feel like the top is just about to be blown off any time when Vision was question- questioning Norm or Mr. It, it You felt the tension. So Marvel did an excellent job there of building that tension, and I am 100% sure that this will continue until the very end of the show. So with that, I do thank you for joining me. Please stay tuned as I have a lot planned for this podcast. Uh, Much, much, much more to come. There is the new Falcon and the Winter Soldier series coming out later this March. I'm very excited to watch that and just see where all of this is going to link up. I doubt Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to match up with WandaVision at all. But this just leaves me so, so excited for the next batch of films to come. And Multiverse of Madness, come on. That is going to be insane. It was first coined as a horror film. Marvel's first horror film. And after seeing this first episode, I see the immense potential for that to work for them. I'm excited for the future of Marvel. And this is coming from a Star Wars nerd. I was extremely excited for the future of Star Wars, but now this is just completely averted my attention to Marvel. And I am taking a deep, deep dive to provide the best content for you all. Uh, Again, much, much more to come. Thank you so much. And you have a great night, morning, afternoon, and evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank you. And join me next time as we step into another portal in the Multiverse of Podcasts.